0: Welcome to five minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans. We're in chapter 8 looking at verse 31, read from the new King James Version and it talks about God this section is going to talk about God's everlasting love. It starts with verse 31 and ends with verse 39. Paul ends the chapter by emphasizing how believers can look forward to Christ's ultimate victory over earthly suffering and supernatural oppression. God's plan of salvation has resulted in total victory. Nothing on heaven or earth can separate believers from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And we're going to learn that in this section of Romans. Tonight we're just reading verse 31. But 31 through 39 is going to show us that nothing on earth or heaven can separate us from the love of God in Jesus. So let's uh, listen to Romans chapter 8 verse 31. Read from the New King James Version. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Again, that's Romans chapter 8, verse 31, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like and follow on Pandora. 5 Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Romans 8 verse 31 read from the New King James Version according to I'm reading from Barnes notes on the Bible and from um, enduring word Barnes note says what shall we then say what conclusion shall we draw in regard to the power of, of the Christian religion to support us in our trials from the consideration which have been stated. So, Paul has talked about all that um, that has been difficult uh, for Christians. And it seems like so many adversities. And he says, so what can we say then uh, uh, with all these things that I've already told you about? Uh, so, and it says um, what the influence is, he, perce- he will tell us in the later cha- uh, verses. And then he tells them, if God be for us, if God is on our side, if he's our friend, as he has shown himself to be by adopting us in Romans eight fifteen, by granting us his spirit in Romans 8, 15, 16 and 17, and uh, Romans 26 and 27, and by his gracious purpose to save us in Romans 29 and 30. So, he has proven that he is for us. Uh, And if he is for us, who can be against us? If he is for us, if all we had were the first few chapters of the book of Romans, we might believe that God was against us. Now that Paul has shown at length that God went out of his way to save man from his wrath and equip him with victory over sin and death, Who can doubt that God is for us? Our weak hearts, prone to legalism, unbelief, uh, receive these words with great difficulty, but God is for us. We may have failed him, but he's still for us. We are ignorant, but he's still for us. We have not brought forth any fruit or much fruit, fruit, but he is still for us, and that's by Newell. Most all men say that, or they think that God is for them. And think about terrorists as they commit horrible crimes, thinking that God is for them. Nevertheless, the Holy Spirit guards this statement by saying, if God is with us. So, that we may know that just because we think God is with us doesn't make it so. God is only with us if we are reconciled to him through his son, Jesus Christ. So if God is for us, who can be against us? Who can injure us? Who can destroy us? Sinners may be against us. And so may a great enemy of our souls. Of course, Satan is going to be against us, but their powers, their power to destroy is taken away. God is mightier than all our foes and he can defend and save us. Uh, Look at Psalm number 118, verse six. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me so and then uh, Paul is going to again continue to the end of the chapter to illustrate how God is for us and that nobody nothing can be against us despite uh, the suffering Christians face if God is for us what does it matter what others are or who others who is against us or who is against them one person plus God makes an unconquerable majority, and we saw those. Uh, it, we saw that in uh, the Old Testament, where God uh, would just send a few to take down an entire army. So we know that one person plus God is an unconquerable majority. We certainly can be deceived into thinking that God is for us when he actually is not. And in this sense, think about the cultists and those like them. These religions that are so fanatic about what they believe, and they believe that God is for them as they destroy lives, as they, um, well, anyway, Um, Yet, it cannot be denied that for those who are in Christ Jesus, God is definitely for them. Let's pray. Father, once again, we come before you thanking you. We're thanking you for your word. We thank you for the victory, the triumphant victory that we have. As we live in your word, as we live in, as we um, embrace life in the spirit. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Especially those that are going through heartaches and heartbreaks and loss. And let them know that you are definitely for them. No matter what the world is, seems like right now. Their world might be upside down. But the Holy Spirit, comfort their hearts as only you can in the name of Jesus. And we're praying this, believing that, God, you will hear and you do answer prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.